0: Hey everyone, my name is Jeff Milhan. I'm the Connections Pastor here at First Baptist Hanford and we simply want to ask the question, what's good, Kings County? We want to highlight some of the things that God's up to, uh, some of the good things that are going on in our community and, and around our county, especially in a time where there's a lot of negative happening. It's our intention over the next few weeks to highlight uh, the good things that are going on. So thanks for joining us today, we're going to have a great time. Hey, we're glad to have you with us uh, today for an episode of What's Good, Kings County. And we have a a chance to hear from uh, two ladies who are working with a ministry, uh, well, a ministry or an outreach or, uh, well, let them tell you a little bit more about it. But uh, the hanford Lemoore Grocery Help, it's such a practical name for what they're doing. And uh, we have a chance just to talk with them a little bit about how it got started. Uh, First of all, who they are, how it got started and what they're trying to do uh, with this ministry. So we've got Aubrey Bentoncourt and Bree uh, Brazil. Uh, they're friends from a long time ago, I guess. But tell us just a little bit about yourself. Why don't you, Aubrey, tell us, where'd you grow up? Tell me about your family, that kind of thing.
1: All right. Um, so I grew up, I was born and raised here in Hanford. Um, I came from, you know, great family. Um, I got rebellious as a kid, kind of, um, you know, fell into the party lifestyle, and as a young adult, I got my life together, went through Teen Challenge, and, um, you know, here I am on the other side of eight years, I've been clean and sober now. So, it's definitely taken a while for me to get there, but I'm here, so thankful for that. Um, I am now married to my husband jake and we have two beautiful little girls and um i am so blessed to live the life that i do live here today
0: stay at home mom or stay at home mom yeah i
1: have a um i have a little side business that i do um with succulents Um, i did
0: hear about that that's great (laughs) yeah i have a little
1: side business that i do with succulents um before that i had a clothing boutique um you know, I always find a way to make a dollar.
0: So I was gonna say, you, it sounds like you're even as we start to talk about this outreach, you kind of have an entrepreneurial. Yeah, uh, like there. I
1: have, I have, I have chickens, so I will sell eggs if I. I always find a way to make a yeah, dollar, no matter good. what I do.
0: Okay, so Bree, how about you?
1: Um, I am
2: also born and raised here in Hanford. Um, my family actually comes from Armona, so we actually lived in. I didn't live in Armona, but my family started there. Um, my mom and my dad have been in Hanford there pretty much their whole lives um I have two rambunctious crazy little boys um like I mentioned earlier my oldest is um autistic so I do a lot of stuff in the community trying to do a lot of outreach for autism just a lot of um just whatever I can to help get the word out there or help people who are just finding out that their kids are autistic help get them on the right track for any type of help that they may need in the future Um, I have an amazing boyfriend who also works here, um, in Hanford. He works for Hanford PD. He's been a big help with this group that we've had, like we had mentioned earlier, really helped get the word out there for people that really, we couldn't outreach. Maybe they didn't have social media or just have, you know, a way of getting in touch with us. So that's been great.
0: Um,
2: but yeah, I've been here my whole life.
0: Yeah. Great. So give me, Aubrey, I mean, you're the one that was my first contact on this. So tell me a little bit about how this whole Grocery outreach outreach got started.
1: So obviously um, the pandemic happened, COVID happened. And um, you know, like it was, it was really hard to just find a gallon of milk. And it was really hard to just find anything, really anything. You, you couldn't go to the store and, and got, buy anything. Not, everything was sold out. So actually another friend who, um, she, she she's not really active in it anymore, but she was like, hey, why don't we start a group? Who, you know for for people to post like where things are in stock and i was like awesome that's great so that's what we did i created a group i made her an admin i made me an admin and people would just post like save mart has eggs smart and final has milk and that's how it started and then i don't know how so then one of my son's teachers um
2: she works for Shelly Baird had messaged me and was like, there are some families from Shally Baird that need assistance. Is there anything that you can do? And I was like, H- we can get some boxes together. And so it started to become like a routine thing. Mm-hmm. Every Friday, she would pick up like two to three boxes, drop them off at Shally Baird, and then they would kind of disperse them, you know, to wherever was needing, you know, yeah, the assistance. We started,
1: we started making boxes. People would just drop off donations at my house all day long like it, I would her living room was just like a flood of, of food yeah. like everywhere everywhere like cans bread everywhere and at the same time we were also going through a um, home renovation and it was it was <laughs> pure chaos yeah. but we made it it wasn't forever so
0: well, so tell me then so all these things start coming in all these resources start coming in how how, how does it How does it work then or how, yeah, how does it work to get those distributed to the right people?
1: So we would, um, so how it started is I would just say, who's in need? You know, there was, this group went from 112 people to in a week, 2,500 people. Mm -hmm. Wow. So it was, it was pretty much, it was pretty much out there. And it was just me and Brianna and maybe a handful of people that were, you know, helping us with deliveries. And so I would. I would ask for donations, people would drop them off at my house, they would Instacart groceries to my house, they would go to Costco, they would Venmo money, Venmo money, I would go shopping, and then we just started putting boxes together. And then I would ask people who needed boxes, who needed help, and they would message me and they would give me their address, and Brianna would take some, and I would take some, and um, the Standridge family, they would take some. And they would go. They would do. The standard family would help me with Corcoran. We we had some, you know, people out in Corcoran that needed help. We had some people, you know, um, outer skirts of like Visalia area that needed help. And they would go and do those ones for me because I have I have little kids at home, so it just wasn't so easy. Yeah.
0: So okay, so then give me a give me a, a couple of, ideas how. How this has really, in in a practical way, impact? Obviously, I mean, I can I can kind of put it together in my mind that families are getting uh, resources or groceries that they need. But give me a couple examples of how you've seen this really be productive and helpful in in the lives of. Um. People. Okay.
1: Well, we, I mean, it 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 grew bigger and bigger every single month. We have helped people. We had a, a gal that came to us. Her dad died during this whole COVID thing. He was disabled and he died. He died three days before the first of the month, and they had no money. We were able to help her pay her rent. People donated um, enough money to be able to help her pay her rent. Um, We had another girl that was short a little bit of rent, and we were able to come up and help her be able to do that. We had... um, I mean, we had grown men just break down and cry because they weren't able to feed their families. Mm-hmm. And we just came through and brought $300 yeah. worth of groceries. Yeah. It, there was even
2: small things, too. There were <laughs> people who couldn't find distilled water for their CPAP machines, things mm-hmm. that they use at night. And we were able to you know, get them gallons of distilled water so that yeah. they could sleep at night. So
0: it seems like to me, I mean, it looks just listening, You know, this just came together, obviously... I would say providentially, I mean, I guess we, we can say, you know, God just kind of prompted you yeah. guys towards this and, and mm-hmm. it was a, a need at the, at the right, just at the right time, right season. Yeah. Can you, was there anything in particular that you found surprising about, uh, so we're going to start this, we're going to try to reach families, we, we know in our hearts what we want to do, but was there particular things that you just were surprising as this all happened?
1: The amount of help. Yeah. And
2: people's I mean, vulnerability to yeah. ask for help too. I was very surprised. I thought, you know, we would even tell people you can direct message us if you don't feel comfortable leaving your name in the comments. And to be honest, there were people that were just like, no, we need help. We don't, you know, it's, we don't care if it's embarrassing. I mean, yeah, people's vulnerability really blew me away because I couldn't believe the amount of people that were just like, I do, I need help. And yeah. I was like, "That that's awesome, you know, but they needed to feed their kids or their family or just whatever they yeah. needed to do. So
0: I feel like, because to a large degree, my personal experience during this time is I feel like I've been somewhat insulated from, you know, you hear about that there's need or whatever, and, and most of the people that I've interacted with, you know, I haven't really seen that, yeah. you know, but but you know that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And then I think there is a pride issue sometimes that pops up in people's you know, head like, hey, I don't, you know, I don't want to reach out. I'll, we'll take, we'll find a way. We'll yeah. take care of it.
1: Everybody loves to talk to me. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure why. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm a people person, but I'm not like a, like, I'm not going to go and, you know, She's like, not a socially I'm not people a social, person. I'm not a social people person. And so. I think because of the life I've lived and, you know, my, my history with drugs and, you know, my history with my mom committed suicide and, you know, just the, the very colorful life I've lived and I'm very transparent, mm-hmm. people are very comfortable talking yeah. to me. They're, they're, they're okay coming to me and saying, I've I been able help. to keep he- feed my kids in four days. Like I need help. My yeah. kids have been wearing the same diapers for two days. Like, what can I do? And pretty much no matter what the need was, we, we made it work somehow. Yeah.
0: So I guess I got two questions as we kind of wrap this up. One is, well, or one, I guess, is a comment. You know, I mentioned to you guys that uh, I feel like often when we we start something like this, we assume it's going to go on forever or a long time. And I think, uh, at least from our conversations, you know, you're discovering that, okay, the need maybe is slowing down or as things open back up, the need isn't as great as it was previously. And I just think that's a good reminder to folks, like, to, to begin to do this, you don't have to say, hey, I'm going to commit the next five yeah. years of my life yeah. to this. Here's a need, and here's what I can do to meet that need. So I guess to, to kind of finish this up, if, if what, what advice would you give to somebody if, as they see needs around them, whether it's something like this or something totally different, what kind of advice would you offer them to say, hey, here's some suggestions on ways to approach need that, that you see around you? Just reach out.
2: Yeah. If you see that someone needs help, just, just, and you can, you can help. I mean, we were fortunate that our lives didn't change much. I mean, besides having to shelter in place, but we were very fortunate that we We, continued with our jobs. Her husband continued with his, so not much change for us. So we were able to help. So if you're able to help, just help. And
1: even before this, before COVID, we would, um, we met a guy, a homeless guy out on the street and we, we paid for him to get to rehab. I mean, he, he didn't stick through it, but that was, even before this, you know, I outreached him and then Brianna, here we go, got another <laughs> idea for us. <laughs> this is what we're doing. And she she goes along with everything. I mean, she's right there. I'm yeah, like, we got to get this She's usually the brains of the operation and I'm just like, okay, what do you
2: need me for? How and, can we do this?
0: And it seems to me too that... It- it's at least what I hear kind of between the lines is do what you can do. Yeah. You know, it's like whatever then gets provided, whatever God provides, like getting back to the grocery thing, you know, yeah. it started relatively small. And yeah. then as resources increased, that it just increased your reach. Yeah, I through. mean, my
1: I think that my my goal through all of this is a lot of people hold Christians on this pedestal and they can't be like them. So I hope that through all of this, people can see just two normal people. And realize that, you know, we can be the hands and feet of Jesus. We don't have to be on this pedestal of, you know, perfect that people, you know, perceive Christians to be. We're, we're just moms. We're just people. We love Jesus and we want to help. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, even though maybe it is beginning to slow down a little bit, tell me, you know, I, I kind of butchered your Facebook page name. Tell us the <laughs> name of the... I that mean, is, no, that's right. Okay. That so the name. place, the, the the Facebook group is...
1: Hanford Lemoore Grocery Help.
0: Okay. And so people could it's get on there. Yeah, yeah uh, I joined just to see kind of what was going yeah. on. So um, at least at this point, that's it's still a resource for people. Yeah. And people uh, still
1: post in there. Um, and I mean, we still are helping families. I mean, if a family comes to us and says, you know, we need help, we're not going to say, oh, well, the pandemic's over, you know, we're not uh-huh. helping like we also I'll, I'll still. We'll figure out a way. Um, I, yeah, okay. we have a we actually have a, a family that's living in a hotel. They've been living in a hotel since December. And, but they're getting back to work and they're trying to get on the, the right path. And so just this last week we had, I found them a sponsor for groceries and we got them some groceries and stuff like that. It's definitely slowed down. I was having 15 to 20 people message me a day for stuff. And you know, now it's like one or two a week. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good. Well, I appreciate you w- being willing to just share with us cause it's just exciting. And I think that's part of what we're trying to do here is just highlight in the midst of a lot of chaotic, negative things, there's good things going on, so I appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. you. All right, thanks. Well, thanks again, Aubrey and Bree, uh, for that uh, conversation. I'm just reminded uh, how important it is, number one, to follow through when we see a need just to be able to act on it in some little way uh, to make a difference. So I was super encouraged about some of the things Uh, that they're doing and the the good things that they've been able to see happen just by their little steps of obedience so it's a great reminder uh, to us that uh, we can do the same as we see needs we can step out and meet it with the resources that we have Uh, so that was that was exciting we want to encourage you if you're aware of uh, something that might be good for another one another episode of uh, what's good kings county you can email me at jeff at fbhanford.org and in the subject line just put what's good and we'll see if we can make something out of it. Thanks again for joining us today.